0: Chapter 37 Outlander by Diana Gabaldon We are bringing you another book review in our podcast, only this time we're traveling into the past with character Claire Randall or should we say Beacham You'd know if you'd read the book <laughs> Join us in this chapter where we tell you about all the reasons why this book is worth the read even if you've watched the show you can also expect an in-depth review of the book and show. We will be answering questions like What do Claire and Galeus have in common? Why do Frank and Jonathan Randall look the same? Who is the best man for Claire? Who needs her more? Expect a very heated discussion <laughs> answering all the, these questions and more. We post on the last Thursday of every month. Turn the page. Welcome to a new chapter of Between the Pages, we're your hosts, I'm Hanin and I'm Nesma. We host this podcast together where we review
1: and recommend books for you to read. We divided our chapters into two parts, starting with a spoiler review where we tell you what the book is about and what we thought about it, then we move on to a more in-depth analysis of the book where we share our favorite moments, chat about the plot and contemplate what could happen next in the series. If it is a series. <laughs> um, today we have um, Outlander by Diana Gabaldon, yeah. which is one of our favorite TV shows that we got attached to, I mm. think, a couple years ago. Three years ago. Three years ago. Three years ago. Um, <laughs> the you're show like has my been memory bank, you know, really you remember long. everything. <laughs> Without you, I would probably w- would forget half my life. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, we really wanted to review this book on our podcast for a while. And yeah. we finally picked it up. I think we were scared of picking it up because it's such a huge book to read.
0: It is. And every book in the series is huge.
1: Yes. And it is a huge, a huge
0: series. Is it like 9, 10 books still now? I think.
1: I think it's almost 10. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure how many. I think sure it might many. be 10. Yeah. Want me to look it up. I don't
0: I, I don't want to look it up. I don't want to know.
1: <laughs> but so far I've
0: collected the first four. Yeah, you, Same you as well. Yeah. But she
1: bought them as a box set. Uh-huh. And you have them all in tie in edition yeah. at Hanin style.
0: <laughs> I collected them from all
1: over like first
0: one you got you got for me from Germany. Yeah. The second one was from Greece. Uh, my cousin got it for me. <laughs> the third, the fourth one, uh, I got it before the third was from England, London, and, <laughs> and the third one you got it from Germany. So
1: yeah, yeah. and the my third books have traveled more than I have. <laughs> the third one it turned out to be really big. Like yeah, a, like much a bigger big, than the other big ones. edition. Yeah, wow.
0: but I'm <laughs> so glad I got it. You know the the th- the third book or the third series the poster where they're both standing in front on opposite ends of the stone yeah. i didn't know what that was about and when i didn't watch the show at first or read the books and this is what made me want to watch the show remember when i got that picture for you yeah yeah, told yeah, you, this yeah. Is my,
1: i want to watch that show <laughs> <laughs> so for me it was um I remember being exposed to the poster several times mm-hmm. when like during high school and but I remember it being a very adult show. like every time yeah. I saw like a glimpse of it on YouTube or anything, I felt that like <coughs> like the characters were
0: old. Yeah, yeah, I like. felt
1: like the story wasn't really appealing. Like mm-hmm. I always felt bored when I was watching the trailer. so I was like, nah, not really for me. until one day I was with my family, we were like in an Airbnb in Germany um because we needed a bigger apartment when like the family comes together uh so the the people there had an ipad they left Mm -hmm. it for us because they didn't have a tv and the (laughs) ipad so happens to have a free access to netflix (laughs) um it was their account but we were allowed to like access it for a while and then i saw outlander i think how old was i then i'm 23 now 23 so years 20. ago. I mean, three years ago. So, so it was like 20, 20, I think, yeah. 20, almost 21. So I think I was old enough to watch it. <laughs> mm-hmm,
0: yeah. And funny enough, we both started it at the same time without we telling each other. Yes.
1: Oh my God. We didn't plan it. Yeah. We didn't, it wasn't, we usually plan our shows together, mm-hmm, like what yes. we watch. Yeah. But, um, that was i was binge watching it for like three days straight i Me didn't too. do anything else so
0: i was like second third episode into season two without even realizing that
1: wow of like i'm in a different season you know yeah that was my first like proper netflix experience Me like too. the yeah. where you like go down that rabbit hole of next episode next episode next episode and yeah. <laughs> At some point, it even it goes like, are you still watching? You know that moment? <laughs> it's like, yes, I'm still watching. I'm still here, goddammit. Keep playing. <laughs> no, it doesn't appear to me. No, it never no, happens. It never happens. <laughs> <laughs> it happened to me like once. Not like a lot. It was just yeah. once. But I thought that was really funny. But yeah, we're here now. We've seen, I think, most of the show. I haven't watched season five. Um, I've i had not had the like no
0: i have
1: i think the interest to really watch it yet i don't know why yeah they're growing older and i don't know if i want to go there yet you know
0: it's, it's, um, <laughs> so much is happening like there is a young couple and them so
1: yeah um all right let's get back to outlander the book now the book, not the show yes, just the uh <laughs> whoever so, has tuned in if- into our episode Let's start with our typical non-spoiler review. Mm-hmm. When we start with our summary,
0: so Outlander is about a woman who is on her second honeymoon with her husband after the war, the Second World War ended, and um, she goes and visits um, Craig Nadun, which is in real life I think called Calanais. Tones, i think i don't remember anyway so yeah she goes there and witnesses this ceremony at one of um at a time where it's um a christmas or halloween christmas it was christmas then anyway it was in a time of the year where it's like spiritual i think and uh she goes there the second day to like look at flowers uh there that have medicinal purposes and she hears this buzzing and 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 she she feels this energy so she goes towards the, the stone the cleft and that had a has a cleft a cleft in the middle of it and suddenly <laughs> she's in a different time and yeah so (laughs) (laughs) it's like a pitch line or synopsis of the story anyway yeah yeah so it's a story about time traveling and uh soulmates your soulmate (laughs) (laughs) um and history it has a lot of history in it that is like based on a lot of articles is sort of historically correct most, yeah most of it like
1: it's accurate I so think. i think the the novel so the time period of the novel is uh it has two time periods so we have the first one is in 1945 after the war the mm-hmm. first world war and in uh, the time tra- when she travels back in time we have her in like 1500 something 43 what 1740 1743 right yeah um so it's like completely different time periods and Mm -hmm. uh, like seeing this experience of a woman from the 1940s struggle to um to like go by in like a time where um of course like it's not really modern for us anyway like we know that like in the 1940s compared to now is like that is
0: so interesting like to like this story was written in the 90s so it was okay closer it was when we were born basically yeah so it's yes closer to what we are now so so even back then when the book was first published whoever was reading it he was they were reading to it's a historical fiction through and through like the person who read it for the first time was reading about two times that are past their time. So mm-hmm. that's, I, I like that about the novel. It's, uh,
1: I love even
0: those times. The book itself
1: is a time travel, you know? Yeah. And I think in terms of like accuracy and research, we're not experts, but I think Gabaldon nailed it, I think in most parts. Mm. um, She didn't like, go too deep into like the historical stuff i think she was still yeah it w- the story was about
0: the the people and it... their their struggles and ambitions and uh, their way of life uh more than like a historical battle or something yes we have those but they're not the main thing it's yeah yeah it's something okay they lead up to the to, to that but it's not about that you know Mhm. yeah so, mainly, maybe you're listening to this episode to know, like, if you've watched this the show, is it worth reading the books? Or if you've read the books, is it worth reading, yeah. as you, I mean, watching the shows? I would say yes, and yes.
1: <laughs> like if I don't you... know about that. Yeah? I don't know. Like, for me, okay, this is something I wanted to talk to you about. Like, mm-hmm. for me, the first time I watched the show... It was magical. Like it could not be compared with anything else. The first time you watch Outlander. It's. It's so. Like how do I say. It's like an out of body experience sort Mm -hmm. of. And. I lost myself completely to that show. Yeah. Me too. Like I was reeling after it for a couple days. And I was like having withdrawal symptoms and Mm -hmm. everything. Yes. And. I. this, this trying to recreate it, it didn't feel right with the book, you know? Like, going through the book, it didn't have the same energy, the same vibe. it was I was reading the same exact characters, the same exact story. Everything was the same. But something wasn't right for me. Like, I think I would have enjoyed it um, a lot more if I had only watched the show, you mm. know? because Because even if I had read the book first then I wouldn't have had that magical moment with the show because I've already read the book and I know what's going to happen in the show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I get, like, for... for In terms of... I mean, we've read so many books from the shows, like Victoria and countless others. Yes. And th- those were successful for me. Like, I loved the, pro- the, the process. But with Outlander, it was a bit of a chore to finish the book. Hmm. A bit. Like maybe like five percent. And five percent isn't a lot.
0: Maybe, yeah. Uh, like the book isn't as magical as the show if you've watched the show first. Yeah. But I imagine if if you've read the books and you're wondering whether to watch the shows or not, I think that's it also- will still be magical like that first time watching the show because of the music the yeah the spectacle the effects the it matters yes, it matters the characters, so much the
1: acting it's uh yeah
0: it's really it's really nice i
1: think the beauty of it really comes out in the show like mm. the book itself is beautiful but like the magic of it the essence yeah it really comes alive mm-hmm. with the actors and the music and the costumes and the amount of detail and effort that has been put into the show itself, yes. is very visible. And the cast is amazing. Yeah, like if you're
0: wondering if the show is like true to the book or not, it is. It adds it adds stuff uh, which we're going to talk about later. Mm-hmm. And it start and there are scenes that starts the same as in the book, but maybe don't finish. Like the like the book is very long. <laughs> it's too long. It's so long. Yeah. Here uh but it is one of the true adaptations the ones that you mm-hmm. you won't be feel frustrated no they didn't do it like that no it was like that yeah you know
1: that's true yeah that's true and what's even better For that reason i'd recommend the book yeah but...
0: and and it's even better because like you have different perspectives you get you get jamie's perspective which is the main male character mm-hmm. uh and maybe others as well while in the book you're just through claire's eye i think right. that what takes away a bit of the right magic, yes yeah.
1: that was oh uh, yeah 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 wow that that opens and like alone that opens a lot of discussions in our spoiler part because <laughs> there like so many things happened yeah um, outside weren't. of claire's
0: view and yeah Okay, so that's it for the non spoiler. Do uh-huh. you want to add anything?
1: Um, no. I think we can give it a rating. Hmm. The book. The book. Out of the book, not the show. Five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> show
0: and book. Uh huh. If we put the show in, that it's ten out of
1: five. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean individually. <laughs> I would give the show a five out of five. And Definitely. The book, I'd give it four point five. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, I think that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, thank you for listening to the non-spoiler part. If you yeah. haven't read the book or watched the show, I'll <laughs> <laughs> <Out>. leave now. <laughs> Out. <laughs> shoot <laughs> We gently tell you to leave. <laughs> Kindly be informed. <laughs> well, I've been sending so many emails. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler! Spoiler, spoiler,
0: spoiler! spoiler.
1: I mean, yeah, this is the part. If you have heard, listened to our podcast before, you know that this is the part where we go into a deeper analysis. We talk about mostly everything, (laughs) or we try to. (laughs) Okay, so
0: we'll start by uh, comparing some of the things that happened in the show to some to what happened
1: in the book wow we're starting off with a strong one
0: <laughs> yeah and then we're dividing this part into like three points which nesma kindly has written yeah. kindly again no i'm not in an email <laughs> i mean cleverly i'm, a, I'm an actual
1: person here like,
0: <laughs> when i looked when i looked at your points i
1: i was like wow the masters are doing their job <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even fully um, like put my analysis on it because I, I just didn't have the time. But um, it, I was going to go even more deeper with my identity thing because there was a seminar that I took. It was called Identity in Shakespeare. And it was talking about all these types of different identities. So you have like identity as sameness, identity as. Uh, individual identity you have all types of identities and i thought this would be interesting to be applied on i sort of did that um but we're gonna do our own thing think <laughs> <laughs> okay so we have the
0: we'll start with the twins right uh, yes okay comparing frank and jonathan randall and then we go into the travelers. It's the travelers, yes. Uh, comparing between Claire and Galas Duncan. Uh-huh. Which uh huh. I think it's a then... very interesting one. Yeah.
1: And then mm-hmm. we have the lovers. Yeah, which
0: I'm sure is what you're waiting for. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a comparison between Jamie and Frank, and obviously. Frank. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, uh, first one was the twins. No, the book versus the show. Oh, right, right, yeah. right. Okay, sorry. Uh, TV show versus book. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> why did I write though in this form? <laughs> okay. Uh, so the one of the things that I wanted to address, I don't know why we're starting with this point, but anyway, <laughs> um, it was Jamie's um, Jamie's rape scene in the TV show versus the book. So um, I was asking myself, so in the book, if you've read the book, uh, you'll know that the scene wasn't really portrayed in the novel. Mm-hmm. It was sort of narrated by Jamie, what happened, but not yeah. really in the intense way that it was portrayed in the TV show.
0: Yes, like in the TV show, we were with him in the scene. Yeah. Well, in the book, he was telling us about what happened. So mm-hmm. it's completely different experience. <laughs>
1: So the question is, why did they choose to add this, this scene in the show? You know, and I think it's also this idea of tackling um, or, or not being afraid of addressing something that is, isn't being addressed in a way, you know, like mm-hmm. um, this, like, this we awareness. We definitely
0: see stories and hear about like women rape, being raped. Yeah. But not men. Exactly, but it happens to men too. And it does happen, yes. Yeah,
1: and that was very, like, strange to see. Like, it was super uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I did not watch the whole scene. I had to skip it. It took me. It
0: it, it took me in a way, I mean, you know when... Your whole life, you know, that men are like these strong creatures, you and know. And you can that rely, on and and like rely on them and they're like masculine and. They're there to be strong, you know, and, yeah. like, and capable. And then to see them defied like that. I'm not saying that it's not okay. It's not okay for a man and okay for a woman. It's just like. They're both not okay. But yeah,
1: it was. More it's like this I, don't know. I like to see <laughs> that's a weird way to put it but I <laughs> I like I like to see the the process of how what a man goes through when that happens you know how they they feel like their masculinity is being stripped away mm-hmm. this vulnerability suddenly that your spouse knows about what happened to you mm-hmm. and this idea of Um, being touched and being uh, loved by someone when you feel disgusted and um, icky in your own skin. Yeah. That it takes like this immense amount of um, strength and convincing yourself that you're okay, you know. but Yeah, he even described it in a really good way. He said that
0: it's like there is this part of yourself that you hide from everyone, not hide, but protect. Like in a fortress or like in a room, yeah. And now that the these walls are down or crumbled, and, yeah. Uh, and he he's bare. Like yeah. He feels bare, like stripped of any uh, self dignity or or self sense. You know, yeah. Like he's
1: he's out there, vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And. The this begs the question of could the same message be delivered without showing the scene and I think honestly yes mm, <laughs> I think we could the, have seen the aftermath but not the scene itself yeah we didn't have to see all of it um it was pretty pointless and I imagine the actors were pretty uncomfortable acting that <laughs> True, <laughs> like imagine <if> I- <laughs> I'd imagine the same thing it's not like a day in the sun and their acting carrier, you know it's not easy. no, no. and I but I think it's uh it's a challenge for an actor to do that. and mm. I think they're they're seeing it from that point of view. They're not seeing it from like, how can I make this interesting? How can I make this blah 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 everything. But I honestly think that um, the show would have still been the same. the character would have still been looked at the same without this scene being mm. actually depicted
0: because eventually like in in the next seasons, if you haven't watched them or read the next books, it's it becomes something of the past, in yeah a way. you forget about it like yeah you you stop like. It stops being in their daily life in a way. It so, stops being eventually. relevant. <laughs> <laughs> what was the point? I don't know. And I imagine it was triggering for for people who've gone through that,
1: and yeah, not just men. I think just in general. Mm. Okay, one thing though
0: I liked about the the show in general was the episode of the wedding. Uh-huh. uh it was told in such a way like back then i think i was uh, i was studying editing and i was amazed by that episode because i like from my studies i love like i loved editing that isn't in chronological order that takes the story and uh, like retains the story arc mm-hmm. but tells it out of order and uh and that episode did it perfectly and in a seamless way, you know. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh I like that. I like the telling of it.
1: And uh in the book it's like chronological. Yes. Yeah. It just
0: things Obviously. happen as they happened. <laughs> uh uh-huh. It Honestly, in a book, it would be confusing to, to go back and forth between the wedding itself and the wedding night, the wedding itself and the wedding night. It would night, be
1: impossible know? in writing writing stance. I don't think it would be interesting to read. I think it would mm. be confusing. Mm-hmm. But the cutting
0: they use, the transitions, like the going from here to there, it was
1: yeah nice. With you the actually music. rewatched the show while you were reading the book. Yeah, right? yeah. I didn't.
0: I had forgotten about that episode. I didn't like. I wasn't binge watching it, so when I started that episode, I thought maybe, uh, like, I, Netflix had, had like jumped in the episode, yeah. uh, like maybe where I left it or something. Mm-hmm. And then I look at the timeline, and no, I go back to the to the previous episode. No, I didn't skip anything. No, what was happening, cause they started in with the wedding night, and I'm like, wasn't they. I remember there was a wedding. <laughs> Where is the wedding? <laughs> you know, it was confusing for me the second time around because I already I already know I watched a wedding. You know, uh, the wedding ceremony. The my favorite coat. Re- I have it as a sticker on my computer. Uh, I, blood, of that my blood. That blood of my blood. Your blood of my blood. Your bone of my bone. Okay, now I don't remember. <laughs> so I love that
1: one. <laughs> Fake fan. <laughs>
0: yeah so i was like I i was waiting for that ceremony to to like listen to the code again and uh they didn't start with it so yeah second time around it was confusing and uh there was this part um in the show it was the same in the book but not like in the book she she went up uh to the stones and she was about to go in and she was contemplating whether to travel or not jamie was waiting for her and uh wait no 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 no. sorry i jumped ahead there was the time when she stumbled on the stones and then uh they caught her and took her to fort william
1: right yeah
0: yeah when
1: she was leaving jamie you mean when frank was calling her yes yeah
0: in the book it was just her going to the stones and then seeing them and then yeah. being taken away uh-huh. but uh, in the tv show in the was TV more show, intense. she actually went up there and she was like calling for him and he heard her and she heard him and sort of or it seemed that way and it was so so intense that's what i like said in the non-spoiler episode the show has this intensity to it that's not present in the book exactly because you see the other character you know yeah uh so yeah that that moment in the show uh felt to me like uh one of my favorite anime films uh your name i don't know if any of you have watched it but it's really good it's 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 this love story between two characters who swap bodies and then are Two years of heart
1: <laughs> in the timeline. Something like that. What? Yeah, it's amazing. Wow, I've never watched it. How yeah. come we've never watched it together? I don't know. Uh, we, I, I'm planning to watch it again with my father. Actually, can
0: watch it with you again. It's an amazing film. Wow. And uh, I read the novelization of it. So after like... No, actually, it's not after. It's while they were making the film. They wrote the, they wrote the novel. It was something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they both developed together. It yeah. was one of the interesting things.
1: I think the one thing that made the story a bit more intense is because we had Frank's perspective in the show. Yeah, exactly. And that was very... Um, not just the scene from the Stones, I mean, in general. Mm. like He his... was looking for her at the police. Even with... the point where he was like depressed without her. And there were like scenes where he was looking for her and... Um, like asking people do they know anything you know mm-hmm. There was like you you feel like that somebody still cares ab- yeah. about her on the other side it, it you intensifies
0: know? the need for her to, to go
1: yeah like to
0: go back like not in, not for her like the viewer would want her to go back what about Frank you know it's, yeah uh,
1: yeah but actually I never really felt Frank as a like real close partner to her. I'd, I don't know why something about them together wasn't like clicking properly, but um like the chemistry was wasn't right. Mm. Yeah, yeah,
0: I agree with you, but watching the show for the first time, I I felt this heaviness as in I was like I was so connected to Claire, you know. I was like yeah. it was so in there, so I felt like Looking at both of them, and I know she wants to go back. I felt stuck, like like seeing Frank wanting her, and she can't go to him. i felt I felt how how stuck she feels, you know, yeah, uh, with, with knowing that someone is is waiting for her, or looking for her. She probably thought about that, and she did in the book a lot. She did think about going back to Frank a lot, yeah, and what he's time. doing right now and and where is he, like, what is he doing to yeah. find her and how he won't find her. And that drove her crazy a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're wondering about the scene where Oh, Jamie... uh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <clears throat> so I wanted to address the scene in the show uh, where Jamie was standing. I think this is the very first episode. Yeah. Yeah. The where Jamie was standing underneath Claire's window, she was like in the bathroom, like uh, brushing her, brushing hair. her hair, and he was like,
0: he I don't was know standing,
1: what standing so still. Yes, yeah. and he was, I think, saying something or like blowing her a kiss or something It was, I, I remember there was like a hand gesture. It's been a while since I watched the first. No, episode. no, no, no. There wasn't a the hand gesture. It was just he was just looking. At her window, I'm pretty sure that was and a hand standing gesture. So
0: still, he didn't move.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure about that. But anyway, it but doesn't like matter what he was of, doing. The
0: set, no, but the set of his shoulders, and like the tilt of his head to her window from behind.
1: Yeah. It was. He was this. wearing a hat as well, mm. and I was wondering how did he get there. You know. Yeah. I was I was thinking how I thought it was only. Maybe like certain people that can time travel, and yeah, I and I am pretty sure we'd establish that he can't. He can, because Otherwise he can't her hear life the buzzing. Would have
0: been so much easier. They
1: would have just left the danger and went to the future. But again, I was wondering if it is related to timing. You know, maybe it could be something at a certain time frame. Mm. You can time travel, or anyone can time travel, but it needs to be a like a window. You know. You can't just go as you please. But Claire could no, go. No, and- but,
0: at, but as the show progresses, you can tell that he can't because Claire feels stuff and hears stuff, this buzzing.
1: Yeah, but he, he can't. Yeah.
0: And other people don't. He, that scene was so I imagine, intriguing. I imagine that on that night, it was Halloween and the veil between, like, as they say, the spiritual world and the living world is yeah. thin. So since he by nineteen forty five he is already dead, <laughs> maybe oh. he he came to visit her in that time when she was still there, you know, missing missing her. But that, but I'd like to think that they are sort of dead together. Or is he like,
1: right? He didn't move.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He didn't move. It was so still. I just checked. <laughs> yeah,
1: but that's crazy. Show like... me the
0: frame again. You stopped at. <laughs> Anyway, he was right there. See the set of his shoulders and. Ah, okay. Yeah, that was the See, I
1: knew there was something that he
0: did. Yeah, that's true. He was like holding himself up. <laughs> We're watching the scene again, guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: he like, he put his hand on the. Uh... On oh, like the stone? Yeah. On the side, yeah. To hold himself up. It's like
1: Frank went up to him. He turns and he's gone. He must have been, like, a ghost or something. Yeah. yeah. That's the only way to explain that he just disappeared out of the blue. Yeah. Yeah, but... It's
0: like he was missing her. Does that mean that when they're dead, he can't be with her until she dies in her own time or something? <laughs>
1: that maybe. That would be so sad. That would make sense a little, I guess. But I think that is one of the scenes that maybe a lot of people overlook. You know, mm. it's like it's, like, so tiny and when you move on into the seasons you you forget, you forget about, about it. it but it was in the book as well so it, it should mean something yeah it does know? mean something she, they wouldn't put it there unless and, and maybe maybe it's also like an exploration thing for the author as well like sometimes i'm i'm pretty sure that like authors experiment with these sort of things like they write scenes into the book that sometimes they know they don't know how they will unravel later Mm. and maybe she's like sort of having fun with it like how can i incorporate that in later on into the novel like will i make him a ghost will i make him an actual person in that time or um but like we've just seen we just saw the scene and Mm. he still looks young. Yeah. Like so it had to have happened sort of like uh before he got older, you know? Mm. Before so I don't think it's actually plausible that um uh he actually time traveled. So I think your your theory could stick better mm. um with yeah and it was also i think at the beginning of the episode they had that blood thing with the frame i think that was also something related to the dead right yeah yeah so it's like to ward off the dead or something like that
0: um no to sacrifice to the to the dead people because they had to kill someone underneath every building they built or something like that was Ah. So it was to sacrifice to them or something.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Or they stopped doing that, so they're sacrificing. So the building, something, <laughs> something like that. Anyway, crazy <laughs> like that. <laughs>
1: uh, moving on to our next point, are you gonna talk about Dougal now or later? I'm mm, not sure. Yeah. But like,
0: in the show. Dougal was much more flirty (laughs) than in the book. In the book, he was actually kind of, sort of, a teeny bit (laughs) more respectful. (laughs) Sort of. He stole a kiss, but that's all he did. Yeah, but she she portrayed him as a fatherly figure more of than, yeah, Uh that kind of man in the show.
1: I don't know why they did that i uh, yeah. don't know i think because he was sort of attractive as well in the show mm. even though he's like 50 or <laughs> something um but he he had that charismatic mm. appeal to him and y- you feel like when you have this guy on your side you can basically uh, win every fight mm,
0: whatever <laughs> <laughs> okay now to the most important part. Uh character versus
1: character. <laughs> uh we said we start with the twins. Yeah. Right? Okay, so a comparison between Frank and Jonathan Randall. So we have the idea that Frank has traces of Jonathan's unnatural behavior, which is reflected in the scene at the beginning of the novel. Mm -hmm. When Frank was like super fascinated by the blood blood smeared smeared on the door door frames. (laughs) (laughs) He has this creepiness to him. And I think the casting really nailed it. Like when you look at him, he has this essence to play a character that is like psychotic.
0: Mm. but also
1: sweet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, how? how He has those facial features that mm. just, he's blessed with this kind of <laughs> creepiness.
0: You know, where, you know where else I find him a- have acted when he was younger? Yeah, who? Uh, the actor who played Frank and Jonathan Randall. Yeah. James Bond, Casino Royale. No way. Yes, he was some person in the MI, you know? Who who helps with technological stuff at the beginning? Some he was tracking James Bond basically okay. and telling M where he is and stuff <laughs> and figuring out his next move. Uh-huh. Uh It was like no way. I was rewatching the film and I was like yeah. no way. <laughs> is
1: that him? <laughs> No freaking way! <laughs> so we have, um, yeah, this comparison going on of between Frank and Jonathan, and I think it's very intensified in the show because it's the same actor acting both roles. So uh, mm. the, you have like this in the book, mirror. you can
0: imagine two pe- two people who look alike but are not the same. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the show, they're it's pretty like, much uh, the same.
1: Catherine and Elena from Vampire Diaries. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah 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 so which begs the question why do they look alike you know Mm. i think that is also an interesting perspective
0: or why the author made them look exactly alike when we discussed this before i think we rested on the idea of um, just to justify how claire was confused at times that she would slip up thinking he's he's as good as frank and maybe there is good in him but Mm-hmm. no he's awful just to create this tension and and conflict of not being able to to leave and go back to frank or later on not wanting to go back to frank in a way i don't know
1: yeah i think it's gonna like for the conscience of the reader or or viewer in this case is to like relieve that idea of leaving someone behind you know mm-hmm. like this Oh, he's, he's like Jonathan, you know, so we're leaving someone bad behind anyway. So why would we (laughs) want to go back? But yeah, it's like this. They're not the same. They're not the same people because Mm -hmm.
0: then. But But uh, in a way, yeah, yeah, not just not to forget Frank in general. The beginning to keep like remembering that she needs to go back, you know um i
1: think it's also in terms of story you know because in the book you don't have the perspective of frank from the future mm. so you have to keep something of frank
0: in the going. Book, yes and like like seeing an expression of frank or like you know yeah and maybe to 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 look at the idea of heritage that maybe uh, personality traits can go from
1: from one person to another yeah, yeah. If they're related somehow, and and actually I see that in my family sometimes. Yeah, I mean it is proven that that, that, that is the case. Yeah. But it's like in terms of people raising each other. Upbringing you and know, not upbringing, genetics. Yeah. It's not genetic mm. or. So I think that was like an interesting approach to it. Is it scientifically proven that that actually is the case?
0: <laughs> but also the idea that maybe your great ancestor was that awful person doesn't make you that awful like like okay i don't know i don't want to offend people but maybe uh, the descendants of hitler aren't as bad as him (laughs) if he had children you know (laughs) (laughs) i guess it's the same idea like don't don't what what is what's it called the um make the young carry the punishment for the mistake Ah, of their elders you know
1: yeah it's not their problem we've gone back to bastard of istanbul (laughs) asia and uh, the heritage of (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) by the way if you haven't watched that episode (laughs) feel free to do that (laughs) yeah i think that is a good discussion about the frank and jonathan randall situation and i think this is a bit of a head scratcher i think there's like a lot of a lot to explore Mm. in this department and a lot to compare because of this similar appeal that they have and i think as in terms of like writing an essay or a term paper or <laughs> anything related to that i think this could be something interesting to explore mm-hmm. moving on to the travelers clearing
0: duncan and, and gayless duncan
1: <laughs> gayless duncan duncan <laughs> duncan duncan, <laughs> duncan. <laughs> so the reason why i wanted to bring these two up is because I loved this approach to two time travelers, but with two different stories, mm. you know? Yeah. Galis was more of a seizing the moment. Mm. An activist. An activist. She an planned this.
0: She planned to be in that time. Yeah. It wasn't an accident.
1: That lady did her research. Yeah. And... She was smart in a way that she figured out how to live in the time period in the best advantages possible. Mm-hmm. So instead of wallowing in her uh modern views like feminism or like ra- her personal rights as a as a human being, it's like a little bit different in that period because mm-hmm. um things just work differently you know like in terms of i mean basically women
0: were breeding stock and cookers and
1: basically yeah yeah. (laughs) that's all they that's all they were so in that time women had to be useful Mm. women had to do something to be yeah unless you're like super rich then you don't have to do anything yeah um but in terms of that we could even see that like reflected in claire like once she arrived she always had to find something useful to do in mm. order to be um, accepted in a- the accepted. community yeah Um, starting with like the simple stuff like in the kitchen mm. she tried to help here and there um i don't know she collecting herbs yeah uh and
0: then exploiting her skill in not exploiting in really but like yeah in healing yeah and and making a stand for herself in and-
1: yeah exactly Claire was a bit more aggressive in taking her rights. Mm. She didn't let anyone go near her. She was like, "I know who I am and I know what I don't accept." Um so I think and Gailus was the quite the opposite. So she was strategic. Yeah. I think is the okay. word.
0: So yeah, like I'll, like this is a very this is a main point in comparison between them. Gailus came here with a purpose and Claire was just there by accident mm-hmm. and they both had different goals galis wanted to help the jacobite maybe she can't maybe she thought she's able to change history maybe she, she got that idea when she got there but she just wanted so bad to be part of it because she was such an activist yeah she she comes from a very very different scotland and claire was just Claire was at a, like, was thrust there in a, at a time in her life where she just wanted to settle down and start a family. Yeah. Um, find something to do and, like, you know, live a normal life. But... She wanted
1: to buy a vase.
0: <laughs> Poor yeah. thing.
1: Never got to buy that vase. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, she, actually, in the book, she did buy it. And that was one of the things that I thought okay, so in the future, they'd be thinking what woman would buy a vase? and leave her husband so they would eliminate the idea that she's left him for someone else ah. you know i don't know i have that idea anyway
1: right wow detective honey
0: <laughs> so this is the sherlock in me <laughs> uh, yeah what i was saying and instead she's in that situation where she's back to violence she she doesn't have a home she doesn't belong in that place she doesn't belong in that country and and all she wants is just to go back but instead she started adapting but in a very different way from Gale is like she started adapting with her maybe modern values in yeah. a way yeah and she had to deal with a lot of uh, a cynicism than than gail is like they were always wondering if she is pie what is why is she here is she really who she says she is while gail is just blended in you know mm-hmm. until it escalated with the <laughs> witch trial uh, which both of them were were in for different reasons but the same like both of them because of their healing we thought because of their knowledge of the future they were outcasts in a way and thought yeah. Of as like people who are weird, <laughs> I don't know, yeah, but what's what's what what I don't understand is why Gail is just Gail is the one with a purpose, like she saw that Claire doesn't have a purpose, yeah, why did she just leave her no not, not leave her, but um like submit or uh what's it called? Oh, uh, why did she just surrender? Uh, why did she just surrender? She she. She has a purpose, you know. <laughs> why? What? Why did she surrender f- for Claire to have a chance? Like, why does she care? And even later on, this is not really spoiler. You don't get why.
1: Like. I know the thing with Galas ended very weirdly. Mm. I think, it was. All for nothing. That's what it felt like. Yeah, you know. And also the baby. What happened to the baby?
0: <laughs> yeah, we know she gave birth to it, but and she, and it's somewhere taken care of. But why doesn't have a role? Why have it in the first place if yeah. it doesn't have a role? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, like is is seen like the one where where Jamie is standing in front of Claire's window or, uh, or. Gail's baby. Do they tie in, in maybe book eight or something? <laughs> like, I don't know how mm, the story maybe progresses. Maybe the baby <laughs> comes
1: back for revenge? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who knows? So, last section. <laughs> the lovers.
1: The lovers. <laughs> how did each couple meet? Okay,
0: so... Like, the circumstances of, like, each of the meeting was...
1: Um, Frank and Claire were, uh... I think with Frank, it was more of a love match. Mm. You know, it was she found someone that she's attracted to and she married him because of that, Yeah, you know, because she loves him. Yeah. With Jamie, it was sort of a planned thing but to protect her from something. And mm. then the love was uh, sprouted from that, you know, it wasn't. Yes. Like they were totally in love and they wanted to get married. It wasn't something like that. Which Mm. is ironic because you'd think that if he's her soulmate that they fall in love before that. And then they get married. (laughs) But it's sort of the other way around. Even Mm. if you compare it to Frank. With Frank, she marries him because she loves him. Mm. But later on, it's like a... It's like an okay relationship. Like they they don't hate each other. Yeah, yeah. They are on the same terms. They want to have make a family and together. they found
0: harmony together. Like yeah. he'd find he'd found something to look after and like his family tree and like he suggested that what if she likes botany and yeah, like flower and fauna, flora and fauna and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, so they found like they wanted they found this
1: quite harmonious life life yeah or the start of it uh with jamie on the other hand it was very like dangerous life-threatening situations mm. uh, she had to be constantly saved uh, and like healing him <laughs> and healing him and it was sort of like uh an advantageous marriage in a way uh, like it was, yeah it's it reminded me of the arranged
0: marriage yeah they, they would like we would see in our old dramas or
1: exactly yeah yeah
0: where, where they would find that they love each other after all you uh-huh. know <laughs> yeah and with each other they re- learned a lot about themselves and <sighs> the... and
1: i always remember that part in the show and the book mm-hmm. where jamie asks is this like normal what happens between a yeah, man and a woman yeah. she's like it happens but not like this you yeah. know this is special this they is have not found, normal they have
0: found that profound connection yeah and intensity and um yeah so that takes us to who is the better man for her of course we see which one is the better love story the one with like high stakes and yeah could go any moment uh but, but who I th- I think is with
1: the- jamie we see that he she's constantly exposed to danger mm-hmm. and i think jamie like one day he will not be able to protect her you know i think yeah. there will be there will come one day where he won't be able to you know or i mean like hypothetically yeah, yeah. you know so in terms of like who's the better man for her as like a secure, happy life where she can grow old normally, happily, I think Frank would be the better option. But if we're talking about soulmates and love and all that, uh Jamie through and through, you know? Hmm.
0: Like, yes. And 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 I think Claire herself kept trying to explore that. Yeah. She was like I don't love him but this is not normal what about frank mm-hmm. like she remembers when he asked her is this normal and she think no it
1: isn't it wasn't like that with frank yeah. do i comparing. just let this go like people look for this their whole lives yeah and i just like let it go yeah and she, she was
0: at that point when they were going to into castle Leoc intensify the like let the connection go on or not she was yeah. in between do i like stop it there mm-hmm. or like because she started feeling yeah i'm falling the in same love. yeah yeah and uh and she got scared at that point but then later on after she tells him about what happens and He believes her, and there's this funny quote where it would have been much easier if you were just a witch, (laughs) Sasanak. Yeah. Oh, that would have been so true. Uh, And then him trying to let her go back to her own time, that part of, uh, like, sacrificing, you know, that shows how greatly he does really love her, and then she finds him sort of was crying, and... (laughs) Yeah. There's no going back from that. And then later on, he tells her, "Uh, and this is the code I was trying to find for half an hour. and couldn't find it. <laughs> um, I don't remember it exactly, but it's like, I can't make you mine without losing part of myself as well. It was along those lines. Ah, oh, I remember that. It, yes, Yeah. yeah. And it was, uh, and Clary reflected, and no, sh- Clary reflected that Frank didn't reach that point, like mm, you know,
1: letting himself go.
0: Oh, yeah. Like the idea of losing oneself. Uh huh. Yeah. To the other, to 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 be each other's, you know. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: so that like other half answers yes. The the who's the best man. For her or the best man who was made for her, sort of knowing yeah. to like answer the soulmate thingy <laughs> thingy. Anyway, um but then
1: let's ask ourselves who wh- needs her more. Yeah, who needs her more? Yeah. That would be a very interesting question. Mm-hmm. Like, I personally wouldn't know the answer to this, but it would be interesting to explore. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if Jamie needs her. Needs her, needs her. You know? He was ready to let go at some point. Yeah. I think he was prepared to let go. And if you think about his life without her, like the moment before he, she came into his life. I'm wondering if the arc would have been the same, like not in specific the specifics, like details or something mm. like that. I mean, like would he have gone to Lallybrock? Would he have gone back hmm. if he hadn't married Claire? Because I think that was sort of a bit of a motivation for yeah. him because now he has a wife. He wants to give her the best. Yes. He wants to go home. And now because he has a wife, he feels like, okay, I, I want to go back to my family. You mm-hmm. know, I want to be with them. So, but... With, without Claire, I think it would have been like... Okay, I don't want to put my family in danger. So, mm. I'll just stay back. Yeah, and he have, would have been more entangled with the Mackenzies. And he would have been been alone. I think he maybe would have been... What was her name? Leary? Mm. I think maybe he would have gone in that direction. Yeah.
0: But he wouldn't have really known love you know no he would have experienced something like what clary experienced claire with so, frank like, with frank yeah. yeah but it's not them you know but still does he need her in her life in his life i'd say yes he's constantly hurt <laughs> like he's really he,
1: yeah that, then he he needs a nurse then he doesn't need a wife <laughs> or a soulmate like anyone can fix him up that doesn't mean he necessarily needs claire for that
0: i think it's- okay no he needs her because she was the only one who could ransom his soul he could bring him back yeah. after
1: the rape but who was the, like that would have never happened if claire wasn't there
0: maybe it would have eventually yeah. randall is who he is and he wants what right. he wants and Maybe he would have been captured eventually. I
1: think Jamie became more of a target for him because of Claire. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He was kind of (laughs) jealous. Yeah. And he loved playing with that, you know. Mm. Messing with her, messing with him. Yeah. uh, Leaving his mark, (laughs) sort of. (laughs) Yeah. But let's get to Frank. I think... The thing is, okay, with... Frank, he already had her in his life a couple years, so mm. he it's she's like already part of his life. Yeah, you know, and I don't think that without her, his life would have looked um, really very nice. Like I, 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 imagine like from the point on where she disappears, mm. um, his life is I think pretty dull. I think the only reason that he can't move on or he feels like he's miserable Is because he doesn't know why she left i think if she, mm. if he knew the why i think he he could move on but or maybe not he not because the he, why
0: wouldn't make him want to move on he would it would make him want to save her you yeah know?
1: i think ugh, no i think frank needs her more than than jamie you know why? Because they're two completely different men in a two completely different period. Yes, you know, in 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 Frank's period, I think he
0: would want a wife because he's a professor. Yeah, and like the societal thing—it's yeah. not like her role with Frank would have been more mm-hmm. prominent in yeah. society than than it is with with yeah. Jamie.
1: I think with Jamie, even if you look at his lifestyle. Uh, having a wife slows him down pretty much Mm -hmm. you know constantly on the run having to go quickly I think if he has like with Claire Claire worked pretty well because she didn't have any ties you know Mm. she had no family
0: Claire was the best character to be like transferred like travel
1: through time
0: because yes she doesn't have any ties no one would ask about her except Frank
1: yeah and Frank can't ask about her because he doesn't know where she is (laughs) so i think that answers the question i think because doesn't mean that jamie doesn't need her yeah yeah. he needs her of course because he's in love with her but it's the question of need in 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 way of providing you know i Mm -hmm. think yeah that was an interesting question Ooh, next question is (laughs) a whole other topic yeah how should we go about this so the question is uh what if she had married Dougal hear us out <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this might seem like a weird question but uh, yeah but it's quite interesting the thought process of it if the the marriage that you said was uh, what's it called arranged said, what arranged marriage Yes, arranged marriage we were talking in terms of uh, Dougal because we know that he has a lot of influence. Mm-hmm. He's like sort of the leader because with the situation with his brother and uh, even and the then bloodline. leading the Jacobite army. Yeah. And the thing is,
0: like, if you think about why did Claire travel through time? Like, what was the purpose of it? Was yeah. it just to find her soulmate, or mm-hmm. was it to change the future, or to change right. the past?
1: I remember we went that way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So. Then right. marrying Dougal would have made more sense because yeah, they, and then she would true. have influence. Yeah. And that what Gaylis actually wanted. <laughs> Someone dropped dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I don't know who keeps thumping whatever it is on, there, on our ceiling. It's, it's terrible. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, with Dougal, it would have made more sense. You know, because then if she had confided in him and he would have found out the truth, um, he could have, like, used information in order to, like... To help his cause. Yeah. yeah. He might
0: be like, tell me what's going to happen, I'll let you go, or... Yeah. Yeah. I
1: remember now what else we said. We said that the reason why Dugo wouldn't have been a good option is because he wouldn't have let her go. Mm, He would have exploited her, basically. He would have kept her there. He wouldn't have taken her to Craig Nadoon and helped her get back to Frank. And yeah. then like he would have been a little bit selfish about it, I think. Mm.
0: And then we would really want her to go back because then there's no love in that time. Like yeah, what really ties her in that time is her love for Jamie and Jamie's exactly. love for her. Otherwise, she would, she would go have back. gone ha- yeah. back in a heartbeat. Yeah, which takes us to to the lost connection between between Frank and Claire it was already thin because of the years apart and then jamie came in but but still he doesn't know that he doesn't understand yeah which puts him as a character in a very difficult position we can see that in the show not in the book clearly even though claire wonders what he's doing now he's trying to find her is he with the police is he like dreading to hear about like them finding her body i don't know i just and i think that lost connection has to do with the with randall as well like seeing him wearing frank's face and doing those awful things yeah and treating her in that way it's it also creates that barrier. It'll mess
1: with your head if you see someone who looks like your husband doing all these awful things to your soulmate (laughs) 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 then uh, yeah that's pretty messed up but I think that Claire is strong enough to differentiate them from each other Mm -hmm. so
0: yeah it doesn't matter in the end like Claire is for Jamie and Jamie is for Claire and we can go on and on and on and on and on about how Wonderful, the relationship is, and with its imperfections and everything. Uh, I think we've talked enough <laughs> uh, about yeah. Outlander. Most definitely. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess we'll see you next chapter. Yes. We're doing the Handmaid's Tale. The Handmaid's Tale. Tale. Handmaid's Tale. Oh. Finally, we've been wanting to do that for two years or
1: something. <laughs> yeah we keep saying that about all our books i've noticed that yeah we always have this punchline of, (laughs) we've been wanting to do this book forever
0: (laughs) no but handmaid's tale has something we keep starting it and then not doing it starting it and not doing it yeah yeah
1: that's true we started it a couple times all right next time chapter 38 Thank you for making it to the end of this chapter. We really enjoyed sharing this book with you guys and hope that we've sparked some discussions with your bookworm friends. For the next time, we are picking up a timeless book, Margaret Atwood's The Handmaid's Tale. So if you haven't read it, read it along with us and join us for the spoiler section of our next chapter on Between the Pages podcast. Mark the page for chapter 38.